What's up, guys? Um, you're about to get into the podcast. Oh, no, this is just a pre. I'm just letting them know that the podcast is coming up soon. Yeah. What's up, people? Um, it's Kenya here. I want to talk to you about me and my desire to run for mayor of San Antonio, the city in which I reside and have resided for um, about seven years now. Seven years, it actually goes by very fast. Let me tell you, like, when I came here, I was in the, uh, the end of my 20s. Uh, well, no, 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 I was, <laughs> that's completely, that's completely incorrect, my bad. When I came here, I was in the mid, pre-mid beginning of my 20s. I was 23, 24, I think I was 23. I think I was 23, my bad. I completely <laughs> made myself sound like 40 for a second there. Yeah, you so, have to be like 40-something years old to make that make sense. Yeah, no. Uh, so, but uh, I came here 23 years old. So, yeah, I mean, San Antonio had my 20s. My 20s, I've really played out um, in San Antonio. So, anyway, you know, since I've been here, I've I've loved the city. Uh, and I've, um, you know, I've always, I've always been, I came here in a mood, you know, to do new things, and so I was always building for the city, you know, like, right away. Um, you know, I did my first event, the first event that I ever built myself, well, sort of, the first event that I ever remember making a flyer for, because I did other events, I had shows and stuff. California, um, so, maybe not my first event, but I remember the first event that I did do in San Antonio, I tried to do a little art thing, a couple people came out at this, uh, African restaurant that no longer exists, um, you know what's interesting is, oh, and, oh I'm sorry, go ahead, it's, oh, hi guys, it's Danielle. I'm yeah. here. I'm going to jump in. I'm going to jump out. I'm going to do my own thing. But um, what's interesting is to see Kenyo's perspective of San Antonio versus mine. I was born in Houston, but primarily raised in San Antonio, and then I lived in Dallas for a long time. Then I lived in Houston, lived in San Marcos, and Austin. So it's really funny, Kenyo's perspective of San Antonio versus mine. Um, I think it's a bit lackluster, but I, it's very... You think San Antonio's a bit lackluster? Yeah, I do, actually. Oh, yeah, I mean, sure. back to, growing up, I thought it, like, made sense, but, like, it's a bit lackluster. It's a, it's a town to either raise a kid in or retire in, and it's not like, there's this middle ground that they're trying to build right now, which I think that Kenya was a part of that, so it's, like, it's interesting to, like, him and some of his, like, peers that I see... It's interesting to try to be a part of that force who's, like, growing, you know, the San Antonio Millennials and Gen X, whatever. But uh, for me, like, I get very tired of San Antonio very quickly because I just know San Antonio so well. 
Um, but it's interesting to see his passion about Antonio. So I think yeah. he probably would be a good candidate to run for mayor. Um, you know, it's it's interesting. You know, San Antonio really is like a really big living room. And I, I can understand how that would be boring. Especially if you grew up here, you know. It's an, it's one thing to grow up somewhere more exciting and then come here, which a lot of people I'm seeing are doing, you know, whether they come from California. No, I grew up here and I went to places more exciting and I yeah. figured out how boring we are. Yeah, so if you do it that way, I'm sure, then it's pretty boring. But, you know, for me, since I did my 20s, you know, mostly it's reassuring. in L.A., it's reassuring, like, you know, yeah. like, it's comforting, like, when you need it, right? That's the thing I will say about San Antonio, which... It's not just that, you know, it's like, Texas itself is it's a very spacious... It's not all America, there's some rough edges, there's some rough aspects to it, but it's very spacious compared to anywhere else, even California, which there's some space in California, but compared to California, like, everything is spaced out, your worlds are spaced out, your... And, like, even your living spaces are spaced out. People have space here to dwell comfortably in a way that, uh, I I mean, because it's one of the lowest-cost cities um, in the the U.S. And um, I don't even think that even really takes into account how much extra space you're getting as well. Um, but anyway, yeah, definitely, it's not a, if, if I, yeah, if I grew up here, definitely, you know, I mean, I'd probably find some fun stuff to do, but also, that's because I never really had a huge appetite for anything that was, um, traditionally, like, enjoyable (laughs) to other people, you know, like, I've always enjoyed, um, you know, things that people would categorize as pretentious, go ahead and put it in my, like, and it's funny, too, that San, that, um, San Antonio would be, um, the, you told me that La Madeline was founded here, you know, know. Found in you know what's crazy, oh, in Dallas, in Texas, mm-hmm. I thought that was really interesting, um, but, you know, iHeartRadio is here, there's actually a lot of cool, big companies here, and, um, there's a lot of opportunity here to do a lot of stuff. I think that's where San Antonians almost get spoiled as far as it, when it comes to a creative standpoint, because, uh, there are I think, major I th- companies here. We have USAA, we have Dale Miller's, we have HEB, we have all these companies who have big headquarters like here and like yeah. in our city and stuff and we have great this, audience members if you're, we, if you're looking for audience members because there's not a lot of shows for them to go to yeah and we and have the can, military too we have a couple of military yeah. base here we have randolph lots Rockland. of military people just and you know what military is tourists that means tourists because every you know military people they move around some of course stay for a long time but a lot of them are moving around which means that they're coming to the city most as of them tourists. retire here that's how like my my mom was the last kid. She's born in Japan, but, like, they retired in San Antonio. Okay. Because it, San Antonio is just a big military city. Like, people don't realize Old how much of a presence people. it is. Like, I can remember, like, being in, like... No, uh, we have the... There's a literal designation, military city. 
on San Antonio. You know, this is such a huge thing. I'm so glad that you suggested to me that I should do this podcast, because I'm like, this isn't just one podcast. Like, this is like a hundred hours of several podcasts, because to really talk about why I want to run for mayor and what I want to do, I've been holding it all in my head. There's so many different things, but it does start with this, um, you know, just sharing my perspective on, um, and it's interesting to get your perspective too, on um, the city as the way that it is right now and what it's going for, because, you know, I love a lot of different things that San Antonio does. I love that they don't allow a lot of skyscrapers, and you know, it was funny, I was talking to some guy, and he was talking about how he even thinks that they built a little bit too much. He, he liked, you know, that you used to be able to see green for, I think he had been here years ago. He said you used to be able to see a lot more green. And I'm like, well, I think San Antonio actually does a pretty good job with its parks. Um, I think one thing about the parks maybe, and you know, if I lived here longer, I might have a, and I knew how cool it was, I might have a different way of thinking about it, but I'm like, you know, if there was a cool way to get around the parks, it just, I really feel like when it comes to those kinds of things, when it comes to really emphasizing how cool the parks are, um, San Antonio does have a long way to go, I mean, not even to catch up to other cities, but to innovate, you know, the the wonder of the city, like maybe have, having some sort of cool tram that connects the different parks um, but, I mean, that's just, that's not even something I think the city should do itself. I think private citizens in the city have so much room to innovate, and, you know, like, when it comes to what restaurants can be here, I think we can have way crazier restaurants. I think people can open, um, you know, different types of boutiques, um, bringing in, you know, importing products from a lot of different places, making it more exciting that way. As far as, like, a like a foundation for a city. There's a lot of good space. When I, when I drive around and I see all like the four lease things and all these different spaces, and these are not expensive spaces, mind you. It's like like really beautiful locations for lease. I'm like, man, if that was a record shop and that was a pizza shop and that was um, a freaking, you know, this would be one of the coolest cities of all time. And you have pockets of the city that are like that, you know. You go, you go, um, around where the almost pharmacy is and then some pockets on Fredericksburg and then even today there was a street that I was looking at um which street was that man I wish I could remember oh I think it was um Jones Maltzberger Jones Maltzberger is even a cool looking street from a certain angle especially how it comes up on the airport like that and some of the shops that are over there um, but just being innovative, um, and, you know, I think there's a long way to go. One way that San Antonio really does need to catch up is its treatment of pedestrians, because its treatment of pedestrians is, is, uh, abysmal, you know, I think we have a lot of space to do some cool stuff with sidewalks, and, you know, we're one of the most walkable cities, I think, in certain areas, it's very well done, obviously, but I think that needs to extend all over the city. Bus stops need to be, because it's such a walkable city, you know, huge sidewalks. Not enough bike lanes, but, you know, that's another thing that needs to be completely mapped out and done and finished, um, especially, like, for major arteries, like, making sure that it's easy 
for biking. Biking is such an important form of transportation. Like, you want as many people who are comfortable biking to be comfortable biking. Uh, but then, anyway, bus stops, getting bus stops that are, like, super-duper on point, I think. Bus stops should be a little mini oases with, like, um, hand sanitizer and, and water. Um, they can't cost that much, and it's going to so dramatically increase the quality of life for even, you know, anyone, anyone who's, who's using the, 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 those services. Um, but anyway, man, there's a lot of cool things about San Antonio, you know, I'd love, I'd love to see more, um, Okay, so why do you want to be cool mayor? What stuff? do you think that you can? Mm. You know what? Okay. About what's going on now here. So change. why do you want to be mayor, and what do you think that you can impart upon this city that would make it a better city? You know some of the things I just mentioned, and um, I think more than anything, though, I think it's it's about increasing to a hundredfold. The transparency, because I, I don't, I don't think it's a, uh, I don't think, if you really think about, like, what a mayor does, and why, like, if you had to ask yourself, what is the mayor doing, you could probably say a couple things, and some people could say a lot more things, and some people could say exactly what he does, but in general, I think that there's too much mystery there, and because it's an elected position, I think we need to be putting out um, a lot more communication with the community. Like, everyone needs to know what's going on with a lot of these different events. And that's n- not even a problem, because that's profitable for, for the city for it to engage I don't think that the city is citizens. hiding anything from people. Honestly, like, that's one thing I do, like, disagree with you about. It's like, I don't think it's not as transparent as you think. I think that people just don't probe and, like, there's public knowledge about a lot of things. But it's just like, if that's not your main priority, to look into what's going on with, you know, your policies and politics and government in, like, your city, your state, whatever, it just with this, like, it's not, they're not hiding anything from you because they can't. A lot of this stuff is public record. We can see, like, what politicians spin, you know, their ideas, different stuff, but a lot of people don't look into that. And it's not upon that person who's running or that yeah. person who's in a... In, office to make it more transparent for it like it's just like something like if you were into like you know dinosaurs something like that like you have to go like it's not somebody's like job to tell you exactly what is going on because if you think you work a regular job say i'm a nurse or a doctor i don't break down every single thing i do to you unless you ask me to do that to you so it's just like i don't think that we can be more transparent you have to have a desire to want to know, and like those questions that you have, those are those are questions that can be like answered. It's just that everybody, like, we're not that transparent about our jobs. Like, it's just not something that anybody would be interested in. Like, if you want to know more about the person who's in the office and what they do every day, you have to go out and get those answers. They don't have to work harder to give you those answers. If you have a question, you have to seek the answer. Honestly, like, I don't think that it's their job to do that. They have a whole job. Just imagine if you're, like, a principal 
a doctor, a lawyer. Like, I can't break down every single thing I do to you unless you ask me what is that thing. And there's there's offices that have that ability to, like, answer your questions. So I don't think they can be more transparent than they are. They're not hiding anything, honestly. Yeah, and it's it's not a defensive tactic. It's an offensive tactic. It's for the exact opposite reasons. It's really to be able to, the, I mean, the, the point of it is to make it possible for people to engage um, with information on the deepest levels. So, um, one thing that, you know, I've, uh, that I know, you know, and this is so cool that we get to go here because I'll probably clip this out later because this drives to the one of the main, 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 main purposes, I think, of me wanting to run for office and why I think everything I've been doing up until now is going to be perfect for running for office. Because my campaign itself is going to be a demonstration of my greatest thesis. And my greatest thesis is communication is the building block of a better future. Now, how I plan to do that is, really, I should get, like, if anyone else was running, if they were doing their best, I should get no more than 200 votes, right? But I'm going to lay out how I think a entity can communicate with the, the public and engage the public and show people how that enables connection because what we have in society is unlimited genius Mm -hmm. that stumbles upon a lack of connection and um, communication and media have done so much for us and it can do way more so yeah I want to take communication in the city to, to, to continue what the city's doing being a hub for people for cultures for ideas and thoughts. I want to take that and take it all the way to the next level. But this is just going to be the first part. Danielle is probing and she's and she's getting me all the way there, guys. I'm probably not going to talk with her again on this one. Maybe I'll bring someone else and have a different person on each one. Or, you know, maybe it'll just be her every time. Maybe it'll be me next time. Who knows? Yeah, I'm very, but head over I'm to com. I mean, sorry, .org <laughs> slash Vote Kenyo. Or just click the Vote Kenyo button uh, so I mean, if you want to see um, updates. I'm very, like, neutral. Like, I mean, of course I know Kenyo. I've known him for almost, like, three years now. We're very close. But, you know, I'm going to ask hard questions because when anybody takes on that type of thing of wanting to run for a major office and to see that, I've grown up and stuff like that. It just, you know, you have to ask those hard questions. And I think that I think that's what that. makes a good friend, a good partner. You know, it's, it's like, I think about that. The fact that, you know, for a lot of people, this is literally your city. Mm-hmm. So, it's fair. All right, guys. Yeah. I'll see you later. Bye. Bye. This is Kinyo HQ.